All right, welcome to another Crossroads podcast with Duvall, the Lone Wolf. Yes. Nice. Or uh, Duvall is my artist and Lone Wolf is my podcast, I guess. Yeah, Duvall. I dig it, by the way. I finally, I think I listened to your music like a few days ago. um, And then finally found the link your link tree so i could check out all your music and your podcasts and i dig it i like what you got going on i dig the sound of your music too that one uh scars yeah yeah i worked that's like the only good song i no i'm being mean i'm being mean to myself um it's a it's a new song that i uh made i found a new studio that actually uh helps me and works with me um night owl studios in boise really helps me uh kind of learn as i'm making music some new songs and stuff and nice just wanted to make more songs about mental health and all that stuff it's really awesome dude yeah i dig how well you only had those you had like three songs that i found out online yeah I actually, before that, I had 12 or 15 songs mm-hmm. um, from uh, another studio, uh, 208 Music Studios. Mm-hmm. I like had like 15 songs there, but they didn't really uh, care a lot. Um, and they didn't really see me as talented or worth their time. So wow. they kind of half-assed it. They half-assed it and basically didn't try to like mix and master and uh there's a whole money issue and everything and oh was that the one you were talking about kind of on your podcast a bit mentioning just yeah dude the music world especially even underground hip-hop and or independent music in general is pretty tough and it's kind of dog eat dog but i could relate to those experiences you were talking about Mm-hmm. of just um wanting to work with people in it not ending up you know how yeah. you wanted it to it it just you just gotta stick to yourself and your own personal goals and can't worry about what other people are doing or whatever people thinking um i mean honestly who, who really cares about what they think and if they don't like me they don't like me they do they do i don't know doesn't matter I have to like myself. Oh, dude. That's the big part. Yeah, for sure. I mean, self-love is definitely one of those things that um, people, you know, you got to, even I have to work on it, you know, mm. because it's so much of, you know how it is as an artist, you can be so hard and critical on yourself mm-hmm. or even just as a human. Yeah. And yeah. just... It was a wild experience. I learned a lot, though, from my failures. Um, Well, yeah, (laughs) the experiences with the people, I guess, looking back on it and reflecting, you know, I guess, what would you chop it up to nowadays just with what you've learned from people you've worked with in the past? I'd say what I learned from the studio I'm at now is do your own thing um, and take pride in what you like to do. Um, and if it makes you happy, um, 
you know, just like doing it. Don't do it because you want to be famous or make a lot of money or whatever. Or just do it's it. It's easy to have those you, thoughts too. Yeah. You just got to do it because you you like to do it. And then that will show a lot of originality in your art and it will show a lot of love for your art. If you just love what you do, you don't try to act like somebody else and don't try to copy anybody else or any of that or try to be famous or try to get rich. You know, it's not going to happen. You could always uh, just buy your fame. <laughs> Some people, yeah, try, I'll see like famous people like buying likes and followers. And it's mm-hmm. like, wait, why? Yeah. Like, uh, I, it's. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. You can't. Or even people that aren't rich buying likes and followers. I mean, they'll probably sell them. My Instagram, I'll get those things five bucks or yeah. 10 bucks for like a 10,000 likes or something. I don't get that. <laughs> it's so, you know, you could be famous if you wanted to. You could make a lot of money and do all that cool stuff. You just kind of, you know, treat it as a business. Music is a business. So if you want to go out there and market it your stuff and you just got to stay busy, got to keep on pushing out content because mm. nowadays a lot of people here are very, um, the, the attention span is not, as it would it used to be right so it's like crazy that people don't have very much attention span for anything sorry my cat myself included (laughs) yeah you know i mean i never really was like i've been thinking about talking to somebody about it recently like do i got add or adhd you know just because we are like hard to focus or um but then i'll also think like you know, yeah. Damn I like that about your, uh, oh, your cat. <laughs> Anyways, what you said? Well, I like how you talked a lot about that stuff in your podcast too, like dealing with anxiety. Cause even with fame could come a lot of anxiety. Like if a lot of people listen to your music mm. or, or see your video, you know, um, yeah. I don't know. It gives me anxiety. How do you deal with that? With my anxiety? Um, mm-hmm. and making music mm-hmm. um, well I, I kind of it, it gives me therapy to kind of um, let all my feelings out um, and hopefully it'll like motivate somebody else that's going through it I mean I try to put some positive into my music but I don't know I'm not there yet well it's like you put some positivity in your music or you can make really negative, like, emo music. Um, um, you can... But it doesn't really mean it's going to bring anyone down on purpose. You can look at me and know where I'm at. Like, if I was on stage in front of, like, thousands and thousands of people, then I would be proof that you can get through all this, like, mess mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? So it's not always that negative. So, dude, that were you trying something different with that song with uh, scars than you do other music, or do you make music like that a lot? Yeah, I was trying something different. I was trying to sing. I was trying. Yeah, to... it sounded more singing. Because you talked about that, that in your podcast too. You would do, 
you talked about how Tech Nine, you went to the Tech Nine concert, and mm. is that kind of what got you into the rap scene, or? Um, actually, no. Um, what got me into Rex rap scene was actually uh, Christian music. Christian oh, that's rap. right. Yeah, you said you grew up um, in Christian, uh, going to Christian mm-hmm. church. I did as well. I started uh, making lyrics in my room <laughs> a bunch of times. And then um, what got me into actually trying to find like a new hobby was probably the Tech Nine concert. And I was like, I can find some local artists and ask them where they went to to go record some music or whatever. How do you do this, you know, sort of thing. So I guess you can say, I don't know. It's, it, I started writing um, when I was in middle school and when I discovered Christian rap. And then um, when I went to a Tech Nine concert, I wanted to actually make the music about mental health, um, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> it's awesome though, because it's kind of ironic or like juxtapose how like, uh, you know, Christian rap music, Tech Nine concert, where a lot of people might see Tech Nine and they're like, that is pure evil. You know, some people would yeah. see that. And then, um, but really, like the mental health of, you know, even strange music, how they express that. Yeah. Um, Tech Nine is, he's done a lot of music, but never mentioned. Uh, Satan or devil in any of his songs. Um, he's come from a Christian Muslim background, and you know he uh, done a lot of uh, features with a lot of Christian people, um, such as maybe NF and other people. I probably haven't discovered yet because he's done thousands of songs. Oh right, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he's just a solid guy that just loves music in general. He has his ears and eyes on every type of music out there. So it's like really inspiring to um, uh, listen to him. But I'm more like, was more um, inspired by Chris Calico though. Um, Mm, Yeah. He was more of a inspiration to me and NF too. And then then King Iso started getting more inspirational to me because, um, you know, he talks a lot about mental health uh, in his songs, too. So, Dude, cool. I, I believe your music will, like, reach a lot of people and help them. Because, I, dude, I honestly, I'm going to listen to that song a lot. I'll listen to your other ones as well. But when I heard that one, mm-hmm. like I say, if you're trying something new with that, I would definitely lean into it. Because I was like, dude, this song... You know, it's like the type that I'm like, put that on the playlist that gives you like goosebumps. So, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, that yeah. one is awesome. And your other ones are great as well. I like your style. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I just got to learn to market it better. Um, I didn't... It looks good, too. I like the artwork. Yeah, my, my friend or uh, producer, Night Owl Studios, um, definitely... Um, Let's me, uh, you know, use his space and pay, you know, a premium. <laughs> and I, he lets me record in there. Um, he'll mix and master it. 
He'll do cover art. Um, it's a really interesting place. Um, nice. He, he, he doesn't let me just like record and leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really makes sure that I'm on beat, on tune, everything teaches me about music and being just on tune um, and all that stuff. That's really hard. You know, music is really different when you get into singing. I mean, you could rap and mm-hmm. like, I mean, you just rap, but you, but you need to learn how to sing. You need to learn just the music theory of things and you'll be able to like be a better rapper because you can learn how to get on tone, on rhythm and everything. And it makes your music way, way much better because you don't really pay attention to that. You're like, oh, I just got to be on beat. No, got to be on rhythm. <laughs> you got to be, right. got to make sure you, you sound professional. Like everything has to be professional in the industry. If you don't sound professional, no, they're just going to listen to 30 seconds of it and skip. It's like, oh, skip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, is your goal to do it more professionally uh, my in goal the future is, uh, as well? Like, my goal uh, is to learn how to do it myself. It's really challenging. Oh, to, to produce mix. and record? Yeah, that that would be really cool to do. Um, apparently, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it can be well, hard. I've been doing it since oh. I was like 15. So I've been yeah. doing it like 15 years or so now, and it takes a while, but, you it's know... I think if you have a passion for it, you could figure it out. And there are like schools for it too, like full sale. You could do it, mm. you know, from home, from a laptop. You'd get like a computer and programs to like learn it, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, like he, my uh, producer has been coaching me a little bit about oh, like, nice. what, he do- what he does. And I was like, I just ask questions a lot because I have some kind of attention problem like i don't know what it is <laughs> hey, i just ask questions you're not alone there i mean i ask uh, like is it is it just is, is it easy to do all this mixing and mastering like he's like well for rap it'd probably be a little bit easier but like with like drums and actual instruments and metal it's a whole nother dinosaur right yeah <laughs> if you're uh if you have a beat to work with and then you're just working with your vocals. Yeah, you could definitely work with mm-hmm. that. But if you have to work with each end of it, you know, if you're actually get to the point, which I could see you doing one day if you have that passion where it's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to make the beat. I like this kick and drum snare and hi-hats and melodies, yeah. you know. He actually uh, showed me, um, like... I was like, I want to do a metal song. And he was like, okay, well. A metal song? Yeah, and he was like, well, if you're having trouble with the tone of, like, just regular singing, like, pop or whatever, imagine you're doing, he showed me the tempo for, like, metal, like, singers. <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. way, like, much more, like, different. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> right, then, yeah. You know, I guess each kind of genre has its own little like things about the craft but music you know like you say if you learn theory if you start learning things about music theory then um Mm. you know whatever the world is your oyster it's your canvas to create with i think that it's uh what you got going on now 
is great. Even just with the three songs, and you haven't done a music video yet, right? Or have you? Um, not quite. Um, I haven't actually have another song that I'm trying to do for a contest. Nice. Um, but uh, the music video part is a uh, a little hard. Um, it's a little pricey. I'm still just a caregiver caregiver that makes you know minimum wage or whatever. So right, well, that's good. I'd At like, least you're working. Yeah, I mean, music videos are pretty pricey, and those guys do charge fairly. <laughs> so I'm like, that's true. Yeah. So I'm not. I can't afford it yet, but I will get there someday, or maybe I'll just do it myself. But, yeah. yeah, dude. Nowadays, phones are so good. Like they are HD cameras. Mm-hmm. You know and. Geez, you could probably get editing programs on phones and laptops. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you seem like a pretty do-it-yourselfer, you know. I mean, it's always good to network and work with people. Well, I usually just, when I want something done, I, I get it. I make sure it's done. Um, lone Wolf. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of, I mean, I like the Lone Wolf. The podcast is cool, too. I started listening to the one with uh, Lyrical Shay. The guests. Mm-hmm. So you've done a bunch yeah. with guests. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to do like a regular single one. Mm-hmm. Then I thought it'd be interesting if I talked to other rappers and stuff about their passions, their mental health. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Lyrical Shea was one of my first. Uh, she only did it for like 30 minutes. That's okay. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted an hour, but... Mm. Um, you know, some and some guests are like really, really good at like talking, and other people are just not much of an interview kind of person. And right. That's okay. And that's right. How do you I, like I try, doing it? I really like it. It helps um, my mental health. <laughs> helps. I love doing it. It really makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, dude. I'm glad you're feeling good um, because. I know what it's like as well to be, especially even when I went through things with, you know, friends or partners, you know, mm-hmm. that ended up not, the relationship didn't end up working out that well in the end, I guess. It, it is really depressing and can send you into a pretty dark, isolated place, especially mm-hmm. after COVID, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, COVID was just when all that, stuff happened with the other studio that i mentioned earlier um and then that all ended and it just yeah that was a horrible um time for me for sure yeah well i think that you know you probably it probably made you stronger or something in ways and it probably built mm -hmm. more character and just experience points in the game of life or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um in the game of life yes very much so um i wanted to do the podcast when i was in quarantine mm-hmm. and um i started after quarantine i mean still quarantine kind of mm-hmm. but like i started it um made my first episode um that was fun just rambled for like I listened to that one. I thought it was great. 
and the second one i was like dude that's why i was like man i can relate and plus i was like dude this your mm -hmm. voice i don't know you just i was like man this guy's got a soothing yeah. voice <laughs> like yeah. it makes it makes my anxiety go away listening to you <laughs> good good and then um <laughs> I started uh, emailing people and then I asked somebody from Strange Music to, if he wanted to come on my podcast and he said yes and he was on my podcast. And... Oh, nice. Who was that? I didn't even see it in the, I just like breezed through it real quick because I'm just tapping Ooh. into the other like Stitcher and stuff. So who did you have from Strange? Uh, Jerry Robinson. He's a new Strange Music artist. Oh, I'll check him and... out for sure. That guy gives some really good advice for um, upcoming artists that want to get into the game. Um, he's 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 the one that said to travel. Um, if you want to get somewhere, if you want to expand, you should definitely travel. Go to another city and and see what their rap their music scene is like. Because if you go right. to L.A. or go to Nashville or go to New York those places are like the birthplaces of like music right <laughs> i would say probably not nashville but maybe Definitely like a mecca where things people go there and then it it like springs well, from there it's because of all the artists that um are from there that are really really famous and have a lot of respect like you know um new york jay-z um I'm sure Nas is from New York. Um, maybe I'm stupid. Um, um, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all like the from the, the East, East Coast. Coast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, LA is like Ice Cube, Tupac, all yeah. those guys. Um, Nashville. Um, oh yeah, Compton out in LA. Yeah. Um, country music from Nashville. Um, country rock music. Yeah, um, it'll probably always be that way too. With and, L.A. and Nashville and New York, uh, Seattle is like has a big music company or label up in Seattle or something like that. Yeah, Seattle's so, around. I love Seattle. So, do you think the Boise music? If you want to dominate the Boise music scene, you're wasting your time. <laughs> there are people that are like that, though. That <laughs> they are all set on. It's territorial, is what I've learned. Even traveling mm -hmm. around, you know, and you tr I try to be like, peace, love, you know, um, mm -hmm. and make comrades and like allies, but not everybody wants to be buddies, yeah. you know, it's competition and they'll be like, this is our turf. We put on the shows. We are the ones yeah. that get the attention and it's. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Get, like, yeah. It's, it's okay to like. You can you can play here. You can do whatever you want, you know. But like, if you want, if you if you just want to dominate and, and, and it's just if you just want to dominate, the word dominate in general is not not that attractive. So it's yeah, like pretty ego driven. No, don't don't have an ego, you know. Um, also show up, you know. Yeah, there are. Uh, you're in. Oh yeah, you're in Nampa, is that right? Or yep. Boise? Is that just outside Nampa. of Boise or It's outside near? of Boise. Born and raised. Nice. Um say it's the ghetto, but it's not really that bad. 
right? I'm sure it's not that much different than out here in Montana. It's from what I've experienced in Idaho, it's pretty similar. I used to live in Coeur d'Alene for a while. Coeur d'Alene's cool. Like yeah, it. yeah, it's nice. I've never lived in like southern Idaho, but I've traveled through Boise, and I don't think I've ever done any shows out there. But um, yeah, Idaho Falls and stuff. But I want to come to Boise. Hopefully, have you ever traveled outside or of your city and put on shows? Or I've actually done like two shows, um, and that was with my bad songs. I did. Oh right, yeah, open, yeah. Couple of open mics. Um, well, you got to do that. You got to perform your bad music too. <laughs> you yeah, know, you, like I'm, you say, you always kind of you don't start off the best, no matter what. Yeah, you know. you're gonna go through your motions. You know. Yeah, and then um, since I worked nights as a caregiver, I wasn't able to, you know, go out Friday night, Saturday night, and you know, perform. So, you know, that's all right. I just make music, I guess. Do a podcast. Dude, I think you're on the right path with it all. Um, you know, for me, I'm trying to work on the whole uh, rebranding and changing for, like, what I see, what you got going on with the uh, helping people with mental health issues. Um, and I think you're on the right path. And I could see you becoming more and more successful with your music and the podcast. Yeah, sure. My cat is so weird. Why does he keep doing that? Your cat? Yeah, my cat. I was like, dude, that's what people like on the podcast. They're like, I just like it when the cat shows up and starts knocking stuff over. <laughs> and he keeps opening up my door and then leaves and then opens it and leaves. Oh, then dude. It. Dude, that's classic cats, right? That's what my no. cat does all the time. I think she wants like a treat or something when she just can't make up her mind she's a lot like me i'll go bipolar yeah. i'm like yeah, i want this i don't know <laughs> well there's a there's a falcon outside and i don't want him to go outside so there's a falcon outside <laughs> there's a falcon <laughs> it's, oh, uh, he was chewing on a squirrel in my backyard <laughs> um and i wouldn't want my cat out there because it might snatch him yeah for sure snap its neck Oops, sorry. Domestic. Yeah, dude. It's, don't want that to happen. It's crazy. I don't want that at all. That would be horrible. Yeah, oh dude, when I was listening to your uh, uh, podcast earlier, you were talking about how you went through, like, different, what, like, Job Corps or Marine mm -hmm. Corps? Yeah, I went to Job Corps, and I was uh, – it was like 2014 or 15 or something, and I wanted to find a job because I didn't. I mean, the school system kind of just like goodbye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. really you made it through. Now figure out what you're gonna do. And I was trying to find jobs, and um, I worked at Wendy's. Didn't like it, um, and then someone told me about Job Corps, so I applied. Um, went to Job Corps. And it was uh, first people bullied me, and then and then I started becoming a bully back, and then I made lots of friends. <laughs> nice, yeah. I, I guess that's kind of how it goes, you know, just with yeah, surviving. Yeah, and just 
emotions because I'm sure a lot of people that because a lot of people mm -hmm. also end up in job core too like they're forced into it too right some people are or it's like yeah. not forced but they might get in some trouble and they're like hey yeah. yo this is your option I think there was one guy that was like a judge told him that he had to go to job core for mm -hmm. some reason or his jail or like some people don't have families some people don't have their moms and dads don't want them around right um because of abuse and they're just they just hate them and they want them to get out go get a job just you know it's people a lot of people struggling over there um and you just yeah. kind of meet so friends there's a lot of uh people in there that are just kind of already angry yeah, we're, we, we're not really angry. We're just, like, troubled. A lot of troubled kids. Yeah, I went to some uh, alternative... I, like, went to an alternative high school that was apparently for, like, the the misfits or troubled youth or whatever, you know? Oh, man, it was... I would love to go back because all the experiences I had, it was just amazing. I loved it so much. I was part of student government. Oh. oh really how was that student government's fun um i was safety officer so i got to follow the safety man it was oh to learn like like security uh, osha osha via osha like stuff and, oh nice that's good uh security on campus it was like a it was a dumb job but i was on sga I was the only one that ran for security or whatever it's called, a safety officer. There you go. Right. I was the only one that applied for safety officer. And I was like, yes, I'll take it because nobody else wants to. Nice. So it was cool because we nominated um, one of my buddies for SGA president. It was really cool. You get a little gavel and you have to sign it when you graduate. It's really awesome. Nice. And we got to go to the mall. Um, we got to go to the ocean, uh, Angel Job Corps in Yahats. Um, I got to go to the ocean a bunch of times. I did nice. uh, for I did forestry. Um, forestry was fun. I got to be outside in the rain and chop trees and trim hedges and make trails. It was really a fun job, and I wish Holy I could. Holy moly, that'd be gnarly! It's a really fun job. Um, I recommend that job to anybody. It's really fun to be out. In the outdoors and everything, and plus on the coast, you get really bad rain. It was a really awesome experience. Then oh, I switched well, on, to like the Oregon or Washington coast. Oregon coast. Nice. It's really cool. Yeah, Oregon then, is a pretty beautiful place too. Yeah, I only saw the coast though, but like, I had to take a my first bus on on a in Portland. That was horrible. Oh. I've been there at that bus station on on a bus there in Portland, yeah. It's gross. For sure. It's not fun. How long was your trip on a bus? Uh well I made it on the plane to Portland. Hmm. Um actually that was my way home. Well my way to Oregon was a plane and uh, some uh I got a shuttle from Angel Job Corps shuttle. That took me there, um, and it was really boring. <laughs> I didn't realize how long it was from Portland, but and uh, there 
Oh, I just remember all the good times I had, the food, the friends, the enemies, the drama, the, I got in a lot of fights. Um, I smoked a cigarette and chewed tobacco like once. <laughs> um, when, oh wait, were they like, was it like rebelling out there to smoke a cigarette or chew tobacco? I was just trying to hang out with everybody and I just wanted a cigarette. I guess I was hanging out in the smoking area. Dude, I remember when I first started smoking cigarettes. I quit now, and it was tough. Well, I quit on the first day because I oh. didn't like the. Dude, I didn't like. I don't even know why I continued. They made me puke. I puked. Yeah, and I don't know if everybody pukes, but I puked. And... Yeah, job job corps is like awesome. I loved it so much. Oh man, when you think you got friends. Those those guys will like as long as you're not a snitch, they'll love you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't you say that in your other inter- your podcast? Too? You're like, yeah, I was kind of a snitch, and then at uh, first, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. you were saying that's when your religion, you're like, you kind of started to open up more from just the yeah. Christian Christian upbringing to. You know. Yeah, it's weird. It's they they actually did some. some I think I remember this, or maybe I don't remember it right because it was kind of foggy. Um, I remember, like, there's this one guy named Bobby that he was my best friend. Now he's my best was my best friend, but we don't talk anymore because you know when you yeah I'm getting off topic. Um, he was my best friend. I, I know how it is to have a best friend that you don't talk to much anymore either. It's all good. Yeah, but he, like, tried to coach me, and, and, like, he was, like, it's like they didn't call me, he didn't, it's like he liked me, you know? And then I went into the, I was, like, lured into the laundry room, and I people talked to me about being a snitch and saying that, you know, it's, you know you're religious, but you can't. It's the wrong thing to do is to snitch when no one's hurting anybody, and you just gotta, you know, don't be so. Like, don't try to get people in trouble because you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna. Oh right, know. yeah, true that. Yeah, I mean that's just okay. kind of like the way it is when I've gotten myself in trouble or even other things like that like well like I the think the moment... it's uh, just kind of like again the turf where it's like yo if you want to get along with us all here's how we're all going to get along or something yeah something like that it was like here, here's what you're doing wrong um, we need you to like stop you know because you're a good kid you're a good guy I know that but you guys you just need to not do that anymore I think the one moment where um, I stopped, where I gained everybody's like respect, because I really wanted to gain everybody's respect, because right, I yeah, wanted to sit in. I, I stood up, going, yeah. I stood up to a student that was like being like yelled at by this rude ass um, admin that was like drunk on the job and was being an asshole. Oh wow! And I I stood up for this dude told him just leave him alone and go away we don't like you know just be leave him alone you know and uh he he i got in trouble <laughs> but like right. i stood up for somebody and i gained a little bit of respect everybody started to be like okay so maybe he's kind of changing a little bit 
and then I started like gaining everybody's trust by being their friend. Um, they taught me a lot. Um, I started uh, learning from them um, some things that I learned how to break into a locker. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And I learned, like, my friend Ronnie uh, taught me how to pick a lock. And that was dope. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like all the things you learned. It's like when you go to jail, you learn how to smuggle or whatever, you know. <laughs> it's funny. It's not yeah. like jail, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, just another like program, right? Like a reform program. Like, hey, we're trying to make these people into better people. But at the same time, we all have our natural sometimes tendencies to. Well, no. Um, some people are there, you know, just to get their life straight or whatever. Some people are just thrown in there. Other people are there because they just want a job and a trade school. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, just trade get... school. You said you and learned to... some stuff about, like, plumbing and electrician work. Plum Plumbing um, and forestry. Um, and so, so other people want to get their... Um, high school diploma or their GD or their driver's license, you know, that's what people do also. Just go to better yourself. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's a kind of get your life started kind of program. And I recommend it to anybody, you know, just don't, just don't go in there, you know, being, being weird, being a snitch. Cause you, <laughs> you, you kind of just, Pay attention to yourself, make friends, pay attention to trade, pay attention to you're getting your high school diploma, getting 100% in trade and just leave and go. <laughs> yeah, and move on to, I mean, if you graduate and get your, uh, you know, certification for whatever, I'm sure it makes people into mm -hmm. some, they can start their life fresh again, you know, or just yeah. move on. What do you want to do now with your music? You were just well, doing singles or focusing on your podcast? Or... I'm going to make a bunch of singles and then I'm going to like market them one by one, like release them one by one. Nice. Um, but I also went into AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps is mm. different from the Job Corps. AmeriCorps is a volunteer program where you volunteer around the United States, a certain region. Um, I was in the South west region which was north dakota i mean not ah shit new mexico arizona nice. um colorado utah oh dang so um, what were you doing i my first job was to like work in a homeless shelter um and kind of not homeless shelter, but like a food bank, mm -hmm. and uh, help people shop and like do the food nice. bank thing. Man, you well, sound like uh, you really want to help people. Yeah, um, and then I wanted, and then we went to Kansas. I went to Kansas City. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, strange music. No, probably not Kansas City. Topeka, Kansas. Mm. Topeka, Kansas is much more i didn't realize how much crime was over there oh yeah dude 
I mean, I went to Kansas City, and that was the only show I've ever been to where they're like a freak out about like a gun. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. It's crazy. We had to stay. We were told to stay on our little campus. We had like a, somebody let us use their cabins on their camp hmm. site. And we could just stay there while we go to the Boys and Girls Club. Man, you traveled a lot of places with AmeriCorps. Yeah. Yeah, AmeriCorps is fun. Um, it's more, um, I think it surprised everyone just pretty much had the same um, political standing. But they were oh, yeah. very much left wing. Not that it's a problem, but like, I just noticed it. It was very left winged. Everybody's just pretty much trying to go into college. You get a reward for like, like $10,000 for your uh, college. Um, mm-hmm. And you can be a leader or you can be a crew member. You can uh, try to be uh, for FEMA Corps. You can go for FEMA Corps. You can, um, even there's a moment where we can sign up to fight fires or something like that. Oh, nice. Or help fight fires, but I didn't get a chance to do that. So it's all like volunteer work so you don't make any money at it? They, I mean, they give you living money. But it's not a lot. It's like, like two hundred. Like just to, yeah. To like eat food. Yeah. Um, spending money. To eat do you food. Li- um, do you kind of like room with these people when as you go? Yeah, we we for, when we first got there, I was we were in our old like ass old ass high school. It was like an old one that was abandoned, but we stayed mm-hmm. in like little dorms. Mm-hmm. Um, with like. There was ten guys, a room with ten guys, a room with um, ten, not ten guys, probably a lot more than that. But there's a lot of guys that I bunked with, and there's a lot of girls that bunked with each other. And then we would try to learn teamwork exercises and everything. And nice. Eventually, uh, we picked a team. We picked our teams. Um, I had ten people in our team. Um, we chose a van and we started traveling. My first team, we didn't travel that far. We just went to the, we just went to Lakewood, which is outside of like, there's Lakewood and there's another one that's just similar to that name. I just forgot about it, hmm. but we just went like 20 miles, you know, to the next town to do the food bank. And from your awesome. area. Yeah. So you got into it in, like, um, your area, and then they eventually ended up taking you traveling? So um, there's this dude that sits in his office, and he's, like, he's picking, like, places that need to be, that signed up to have volunteers. Mm-hmm. So you could you could be chosen to go to stay in Denver. You can go to... Kansas, um, you can go to New Mexico or Arkansas or whatever, you know, you can just pick, they'll pick for you. Uh-huh. So it's like, we get it, we got assigned to um, Lakewood. And then after Lakewood, I got assigned to another team or something. I think one of our team members, team leaders quit and then we had to get another team leader. Uh-huh. So eventually i switched to another team or something like that and then we went to topeka kansas 
and uh, we did the Boys and Girls Club, but they thought we were free labor, so we went and went downstairs from this from that and like did some kind of renovation thing but we can't be used for free labor so we moved to another food bank so and then i quit i quit americorps because i had a mental breakdown (laughs) oh dude i've had a mental breakdown as well in the like i have also used to use a lot of or abuse drugs and alcohol but what led to your kind of mental breakdown how was your mental breakdown experience because that can relate to you and i haven't really talked about it to a lot of people well um it started out with a piece of pizza that i was supposed (laughs) to watch i'm sorry to laugh at that but it sounds like such the greatest like it started with a pizza pizza yeah (laughs) it did (laughs) i was supposed to watch a uh, pizza bean made oh that's right you were talking inside about the oven mm-hmm. and uh i didn't feel like i wanted to i didn't want to i got bored i didn't want to mm-hmm. i didn't feel like i had to i didn't feel like it was my responsibility to watch someone else's food in the oven plus mm-hmm. there are already like people in the kitchen to watch it but um those two people are kind of being like they're being butt heads right <laughs> yeah then, watch it so i was i was like i don't want to watch it I'm they're trying to. to give you the responsibility yeah and they're being rude um so i yelled at them um and then uh, i guess i um the ne- next day i was i think it was after somebody s- said something to me that like dwelled on me a lot and then that was like the final straw of it because a couple of days before this this girl um probably who identifies as a male um she she called me white privileged white privileged she called me white privileged and and that was insulting picking uh little things like that to like really you're opening a can of worms yeah, um, I didn't feel it was right because I was I, I struggled a lot through my life and I've struggled through a lot of mental issues. And she was like, "Oh, because you're white, because you're 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 just white, you know, you can't experience any hardship or anything like that." And I was like, "That's that's very wrong." Right. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I am Native American. I have a Native American heritage. I have. I'm part of a tribe. I get money." from a tribe i get i have a card waiting for me in north dakota <laughs> and of like right an identification it's like an identification you get for being native american part Wait, of the, from north dakota tribe. north dakota and north affiliated what a, tribes what is it do you know it's what a tribe aricara 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 because my yeah. uh the turtle mountains in north dakota is where like my family's from Oh. The Chippewa Cree. I'm not enough percentage to get like yeah. affiliated or something like that. I don't know. My grandma is. Yeah, my grandma is too. Um, she passed away recently, but um, we're kind oh, of just. Oh, sorry to hear. Rest in peace, grandma. Oh yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, she, I'm really proud to have her in my heritage, a part of her heritage. Um, but yeah, that set me off and. 
and I felt like I didn't want to be in AmeriCorps anymore because I didn't want to just I didn't want to be a part of like a people that don't like me because I'm white and I felt right yeah wrong. it sounds like a lot of uh kind of other things that are out of your power too like a lot of the people you might be involved in the AmeriCorps program or if you're supposed to travel and go these places that the would politics, be hard for me because it's just it's just will be hard i think people were mad because at the time trump was being coming president um but like i digress look i i respect everybody and i love everyone i i really i don't care if you are trans just gay or whatever i accept and i support blm i support um gay lesbian i do i do a lot but at the time i was <laughs> i just didn't understand it completely and that and i felt like i was being attacked right. and that was my mental health and i just freaked out a little bit so yeah it's hard to to uh to change our minds you know, or yeah. to learn and to adapt to new ways of thinking, because the world is changing. A lot of these things, especially if you were like raised in a Christian upbringing, especially if it's a really strict or any sort of certain like religious upbringings, yeah. and then you try to open your mind later. Like I'd imagine with your podcast, there's probably a lot of people you've talked with. They might have totally different belief systems or mm -hmm. you know things like that so how is it now for you because i mean for me i'm like well there's some people out there that i'm like i don't know they might be like you know mm -hmm. they're rocking the pentagrams and and all this like demonic imagery so how is yeah. it have you ran into that with people you talk to that are into more of that um there's a couple of people um there's one rapper that is uh plague he's really cool guy mm -hmm. he's really nice he suffers through a lot of mental problems as he's very transparent about it mm -hmm. so he i want to listen more, to that one he's more of a he's more into the like the dark rap right um yeah. i interviewed a uh i interviewed a lot of people um i not that didn't really weren't really transparent about their beliefs um and i'm pretty moderate and i'm pretty right. uh, i'm still a little bit christian but not like all bible something but i'm like christian yeah i feel you there for sure i love god you know it's always in my heart always i'm always thinking about god you know and stuff, yeah maybe. for sure it's good to believe it's good to uh to believe in anything mm -hmm. Like and um and good to just be open minded to yeah. other people's beliefs. So yeah, so it's gonna cool come out of music. Yeah, and I want to keep on making music, um, and making singles, and then putting them out. Um, see what I can do with my singing. Um, yeah, I was that. literally like, dude, I want to. I was like, I want to get him on a song, cause <laughs> like yeah. that scars one too. And I like your verses with your other music as well. It's, uh, yeah. I like what you express in your music. Like you say, it might be, some people might, like you say, be like, oh, it sounds depressing, or it's expressing these 
mm-hmm. these negative feelings and it's like yeah but those are what people can relate to not everybody yeah. can express it and then i mean and it goes through the same feels thing. so good man <laughs> i mean like have you listen to nf um mm-hmm. he he's the exact kind of give me the thing. nf vibe yeah he's he's just more like i mean i kind of got it from him it's like well you just have to like it's relatable um and you look at him now he's like he can in idaho and nampa there's a stadium that can hold like hello people like some people in the event here in idaho be like i want to go to that venue but it's like thousand it's been way bigger than knitting factory even and right. he can like he can sell out those seats so i'm like yeah he's negative but like look where he is that motivates you yeah, yeah he's uh touching all those people's souls or something is what i think you know when it's like yeah. yeah you know it's a different type of music it's not um the type of music that's like hey i'm gonna go party and get lit tonight and get lucky you know, it's mm-hmm. more emotional and about healing or something. Yeah. My recent episode was with uh, Futuristic. Um, mm-hmm. He's a big-time rapper. He's, like, really um, high-profile rapper. And I got How does it feel of... when you reach out to more high-profile people? Do you get nervous? And does your anxiety... I do. Even before these, I... like, how do you do your mm-hmm. podcast, by the way? Well, um, as far as like talking to highly profile people, it's like you gotta email them and you have to be really professional and you have to some people ask how many viewers do you get? How many views do you have? How many of this do you have? Like mm-hmm. like they wanna know that and it's kinda heartbreaking. It's like, oh, you only care about the views, but they don't care right. about the views. But it's like some people are just nice enough to say yes. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to pay sometimes you have to pay for certain people and that's okay um i want to do so i did pay for a little bit and that's okay and other people are just not other people are genuinely like yeah sure man like well in a way you are also building a business yeah you know like ultimately you could be you know making money with it as well or getting sponsors especially when when you're talking about things like mental health mm-hmm. and you're giving artists an opportunity to express themselves and shine. And that's why I liked your podcast too. Cause I was like, yo, that's he's doing like the same thing, you know, yeah. um, similar. Definitely. You know? So I just fight them on and do zoom or in person. Um, I'll do an hour or 30 minutes. Um, I'll kind of do conversation based. Um, I'll have some like bullet points of what I want to talk about. And then I kind of just do the conversation, like asking questions while I'm ahead, where I'm going, and see what I can like, get out of you <laughs> right. in a good way. But I try. But with Futuristic, I was really nervous. And I think I bombed that interview. But that's all right because I was really tired anyway. So it's all good. That was my excuse that I was tired. But. Hey, it's all good. I mean, I think the more you do of anything, the better you get at it. And mm-hmm. just for you to even start it up and have the 
passion to keep doing it and to reach out to people and to show up, you know, at yeah. to a virtual meeting, you know. Pretty awesome. Yeah, dude. Gold yeah. star for that. <laughs> I did do another high profile person and I was worried because they were on the phone in their car and mm-hmm. it was really frustrating because I couldn't get good audio out of it mm-hmm. and I couldn't use it. I couldn't have that high profile person on there. So oh, sucked. dang. Yeah, they were on the phone, whatever. And the car kept beeping and it was just horrible. It's not fun. Right. Yeah, I suppose there's definitely going to be those types of ones too where it's like, yeah, you know, every once in a while you'll miss the shot or something or it doesn't hit the bullseye. But True. just keeping at That's it. Cool. And how many of those have you done now? You had quite a bit of them racked up. 17. 17, nice. A couple more people have been asking me. but So do people ask you to be on it? Like they're like, hey, I want to do your podcast, or do you all, and you reach out to them? Yeah, I got a couple people. I still, um, I just been kind of taking a break at the moment, but I'm getting back to it. Um, True that. I got one, got one person on my Facebook that's asking. I got, I got a couple like uh, rappers from a couple of other rappers um, that've been asking me. Um, and all that and i've been emailing a bunch of people and other people too some people don't even have their emails some people, like i can't even reach like high profile people i have to like find you know their right. contacts well at least you you'll do that digging and everything and at least you have the uh the passion mm-hmm. and desire to even want to know how to do these things like oh i want to know how to produce and record music or i want to do a podcast and you do it like mm-hmm. i commend you for that because yeah. you're doing it I'll, I'll probably just promote uh produce myself but um eventually i want to if i do make enough music and i get enough fans i'll probably um do shows and like i don't know do normal musician stuff but um i'm just trying to go to uh, go find a really good caregiving job and get my cna try to be try to get back into college and kind of do social work to be a therapist or something or whatever (laughs) dude i think that you're on the right path and it's it's similar to the path that i'm on now you know i've always wanted to do this music stuff but i was a little lost in the party of it Mm -hmm. too which didn't help my mental health caused breakdowns and psychotic manic episodes and then um but i could see you doing that uh especially with your music like helping people you know that are struggling with depression anxiety other mental health issues or you know addiction and recovery of just pulling themselves out of whatever's bringing them down, you know. I could see it happening for you. And and one day I want to get this program going with because I have the Crossroads podcast. I want to do Crossroads tours one day and find the right groups of people that's like, yeah, we're loading up in a van and we're going to travel around, put on shows and promote the things like you. Like I would think of you where it's like, yeah, he's promoting, you know, things like mental health and – you know yeah 
That'd be cool. That'd be dope. Yeah, so um, it'd be like AmeriCorps, but a little bit more. Yeah. Hip hop and you know counterculture, where it's like, yeah, we're just uh, trying a little more open-minded and artistic, you know. <laughs> I always wanted to make a um, mental health festival for mm-hmm. music, and like a podcast, guest speakers, and all that. That'd be cool. That'd be dope. Dude, it sounds like you're making it happen, bro. Like, yeah. so, dude, yeah, I'll, I guess I could let you go here. We probably talked about an hour. I got another yeah. group of uh, rock band out of Washington I'm going to chat with. But, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I'm going to listen to more of your stuff. Um, yeah. You can always um, do one of these again in the future. Yeah, definitely. If you ever want to chat again. Um, or I'll fly, yeah. if you ever want somebody else to do your podcast, I'm trying to plug in. To some other podcasts yeah definitely we'll set some up um just so for the record my one of my best episodes is um probably uh i think from christian winkle winkle or something okay he's one of my best ones he talks a lot about mental health because he works in the or volunteers at the suicide hotline and he gives some really good advice for mental health i recommend that episode if you guys want to um figure out ways to help with your mental health yeah Um, dude i'm gonna check that episode out and i love how you also would say in your podcasts you know how hey don't be afraid to call the hotline or visit a crisis center or reach out to somebody you know and because that's look i'm glad you're alive i'm glad you're making your music it touched me it made me happy and Definitely. I really believe in you. I want to work with you too. Like I'm like, yeah. yo, I make beats and music. So sometime I'll have to send you some music and see if it inspires you and uh, sure. to write or sing or anything to it. And hopefully cool. we can uh, make some music that feels good and other people like it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, man, I could see you out there. Saving some lives, man. At least saving really, saving your own life, you know. I'm glad that yeah. you're around One of my your music is, and uh, share with people. I want to perform at the Knitting Factory in Boise by myself. Let's, <laughs> let's make it happen. By yourself? Yeah. Like open. I, you could do it. One day. Or someone will open for me. I don't know. But um, you can find me on all platforms spotify apple music my music is on apple music my music is on spotify my podcast is on spotify oh i also like that you told it i was like how did he get his stuff out there and then you had the anchor.fm at the beginning of your podcast i was like oh perfect (laughs) yeah anchor is really good it's like a distro kid but with you use distro kid too yep Yep. Nice. Yeah, I use DistroKid as well. So if we do some collaborations, then we can also just, you know, do like the royalty split stuff easily. True. And I will yes. put your links below in the comments for um, your link tree and stuff so people can find you online. And um, yeah. I'll invite people to like your pages and stuff. I'm going to try and do that for people a little more. <laughs> yeah. I also have a TikTok, but people are just going to have to find it. <laughs> nice yeah because i don't like, i don't i don't want to share it but like <laughs> right um, yeah it's always the weird stuff on tiktok yeah i mean 
It's like the goofball yeah. stuff. Anywhere you can get a podcast, I have podcast on there. Um, and uh, Apple Music, Spotify for my music. Anywhere you can find music, stream my stuff. See if you like it. Show some love. Tell me what you think. If you hate it, that's all right. Tell me you hate it. Tell me you don't like it. <laughs> Dude, honestly, that one, it reminded me of uh, that um, Owl City. Oh, yeah. You remember that? The Fireflies guy? Yeah. Dude, I was seriously, I was like, dude, if that song scars, like if you had a good music video for that one, and even like, obviously, promotional budgets, you can like make anybody a number one with a, enough of a budget. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, if that reached enough people or the right people, that song, it's just. Yeah. I'll have to save money and do a music video. Because some guys just charge a lot, <laughs> five hundred, or three hundred, or one, like a lot, <laughs> and, right. and I get and I get it. It's fair. it's fair. Yeah, for sure. I've paid I a was... lot for videos too, and sometimes you don't have the budget. You know. Yeah, I'll have to but if you ever want to shoot stuff from your phone, or have somebody film it for you, you know, I'll do video edits and stuff like that too for super cheap. Yeah, and there's but... there's also podcasting for video too on youtube and i've been trying to do that too oh really <laughs> yeah apparently that's popular oh yeah that's all i've been doing with my podcast is putting them on youtube so i'm gonna start putting the audio on um mm -hmm. onto uh those other platforms like you've got going on because that, that sounds pretty cool um you think you'll expand onto youtube with your podcast just curious eventually yeah, I have to figure something out. I think my studio is going to be getting cameras for podcasting. So, the other studio or your studio, a home studio? Um, the studio, Night Owl Studios. Night Owl Studios. I'm going to check them out. You think you'll ever get your own home studio set up? I probably will eventually. But also check also check out Night Owl Studios. This are really... Those there's uh, Daniel and Brogan. They are very knowledgeable about music, and they are very professional. There's no nonsense. They they very much care about your art, and are able to take care of it. You know, and they pay, did those other attention. songs with you. Yeah, they they really they're really good. Like they they're the kind of studio you want to have. You go in there with you. You can do like metal they have like a room for guitars and and drums and stuff and they have rooms where you can just record music there's a girl that does her country music uh in there too and he lets me rap in there but i've been kind of edging nice. away from rap and singing a lot so dude i'm telling oh. you like the rapping is dope yeah. but the singing mm-hmm Oh, dude, I'm not kidding you when I was like, yo, that gave me like goosebumps and tingles. Where I was like, I could listen to this song all the time. Like, it's definitely, and I can't say that for a lot of songs. That yeah. one is definitely like, I'll, I'll listen to that, dude. And I mean, a lot of people kind of from my family are like, oh, this obviously they did something to your voice. Well, like every producer does something to your voice. And, yeah, that's and, okay. It's art. It's yeah. still... It's yeah, an awesome like every, product, too. Your favorite song 
probably has auto tune. Oh yeah, <laughs> and even they'll have auto tune and just turn it like way down, so you can't yeah. really notice that it's being digitally like perfected, sort of, or matched onto yeah. the key. But it sounds great. Yeah. There's nothing. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Some people will hate on it and say, "Oh, auto tune," but it's it's everywhere. I mean, just again, like singing, you just got to be on tune, on rhythm. Sometimes you got to tweak it a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, to make it fit. So sometimes, and just... like you say, sometimes you need to tweak your your ideas or your craft. Might need to tweak your lyrics. Or um, mm-hmm. I like what you got going on though, like even with the branding of your, you know, with your music yeah. and the way it looks with Duvall and then Lone Wolf. Mm-hmm. I, think I can see it working. It's I'm glad you're doing it. Thank you so much. I'm and glad. thank you for doing this podcast as well. Yeah, of course. I'll do any podcast. <laughs> nice. And I like it. Cool. Well, I bet you'll end up doing more and you'll get a bunch of artists on. Whenever I do start lining up tours i don't know maybe next year or later but when i come mm-hmm. when i'm planning to come through your area i'll hit you up so we can link up in real life and that'd be cool i'm down we'll meet in real life yeah thanks for the virtual meeting that's rad hey you're welcome that's great i really enjoyed it thank you so much yeah dude i'm glad i made a new friend we're, yeah. we're friends on facebook but now it's, I got oh, to course. know you better. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a pleasure. Um, it's always nice to see a fellow podcaster. It's pretty awesome. Dude, yeah. It's kind of rare. I'm trying to find the the other independent you know, podcasters, and it's kind of a new thing yeah. for me. So. I joined some Facebook groups. You should definitely try to find some Facebook groups for podcasters, and you can get asked for advice. And all that stuff. People are like, "How do I do this? How come I'm not getting a lot of listeners?" And they'll just be like, "Oh, because you're doing this, and that, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or whatever." You know. I will do it. Yeah, and thank you for the advice. I'm gonna check out. I wrote it down. Yeah. Anchor FM. So, I'll be checking okay. that out, and yeah, and yeah. then I'll hit you up about uh, making some music together, hopefully, and I'll just stay tuned with you and connected online and. Yeah, uh, you know, happy holidays and whatever. Have a happy new year. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Um, Christmas. Have a good time with your family and all that stuff. Stay blessed. Yeah, you too. Stay blessed. Hey, man, hit me up anytime. You know, Mm -hmm. I wrestle with a lot of the... I wrestle with uh, depression, anxiety, all that stuff. So it's always good to just talk with somebody that is on the same wavelength. Yes, of course. Definitely. Well, I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Yeah, have a good night. You too.